0: Starting is always the most, it's the hardest part for me. Do you
1: know my name?
0: Oh, that's a good way to start. Yeah, what's your name? <laughs> no, I'm joking. Th- it says <laughs> it. I, th- it's le- I, was, I saw it on Instagram. It's Lexany, <clears throat> right?
1: Lexany Angel Flaquer.
0: Lexany Angel Flaquer. It's... Do you want me to say it with the accent and everything? For this el episode, Flaquer. we have Lexany Angel Flaquer in the episode. What, what, what if this whole episode was just in Spanish? That would be fun. Can you speak I Spanish? Probably.
1: Sí, yo puedo hablar español.
0: Bien, pero bien o, o un poquito.
1: Te entiendo y por hablar estoy bien.
0: Sí, sí. ¿Tú crees? ¿Tú hablas español mejor que yo?
1: Ah, uh, no creo en eso. Pero um, recently yo aprendí a hablar español más fluently, so.
0: Fluently? Mix. ¿Qué significa eso? What? ¿Qué es, what is that? ¿Qué es fluently? <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't do this (laughs) again. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 137 of the Empty Opinions Podcast with your host, Eladio Polanco. And for this very special episode, we have a very special guest. It is a Zoom episode, but it just had to be done this way because I wanted to get this guest on on the podcast. So I said, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck your perfectionism. You know what I mean? The, the audio quality. fuck all that. You know what I mean? It's just about <laughs> the conversation and the guests that we're having on. And I'm just going to yeah. let her introduce herself for this episode. We have...
1: Hello, everybody from Florida.
0: From Florida, Florida. reporting from Florida, the, the, the craziest state <laughs> in the U.S. probably. How are you doing?
1: Oh, I'm doing great. Um... I'm off two cups of coffee.
0: Yeah. So That's I'm good. feeling good. That's good. A lot of energy. That's <laughs> great for, for a podcast episode. Can I call you Lex? Or is that disrespectful?
1: Yeah. Or Lexa.
0: Lexa. Okay. I'll call you Lexa just to shorten it. Lexa, you're doing good. You just had two cups of coffee and now you're doing a podcast. Um, Let's just talk about how I even came across you to even have you on the podcast. And, you know... I just followed because I was telling you this because we talked before we did the episode how like by having cameo on as my co-host before she abandoned me can you believe that no oh my god <laughs> I'm joking I'm joking she just has to go <laughs> <laughs> she has to go to college but um but uh yeah because of having her on the podcast it opened my eyes to a lot of the art community and not in a, a lot of artistic folks that if it wasn't for her If it wasn't for her, I probably wouldn't have known. And that's how I came across you because you are kind of involved in the Philly art scene in a way. You know, a lot of people in the Philly art scene, which is why I even thought you lived in Philly in the first place. And we're just talking.
2: Yeah, and then we're just talking. It's like, (laughs)
0: oh, you know, we're having our, you know, getting acquaintance. Like, let's get everything set up. And I think I bring up the fact is like, oh, I can drive you if you want. It's like, and then you were like, oh, shit okay
1: (laughs) this has happened one too many times yeah that's funny
0: that's interesting yeah i mean that just kind of shows i guess how tied you are into the philly artsy that's pretty funny if people keep thinking that it's
1: a big world yeah i i feel like it's so beautiful to connect with different scenes and underground like artists all around the world it's a beautiful thing so that's cool Yeah, yeah 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 the world's so small now
0: yeah it is oh yeah for sure that's crazy. Yeah, the fact that we're even having doing this episode shows that. But I guess um, where do I even begin? So for let's let's just get to know you a little bit more. I would also be getting to know you a little bit more. We have Lexa, you know what I mean, all the way from Florida. She takes great pictures. She's very artistic. Um, I guess let's talk about because uh, this. Actually, I thought about this. This is the one question I plan to ask you. And it's your the meaning of your Instagram name. I think this is gonna open oh. up the whole episode. It's gonna create a Gary conversation for everything that you kind of stand for. So, what does your Instagram name stand for? It, and I can't even pronounce it. It's 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 one of those. Okay, do you have it memorized?
1: Yeah, of course. Apokaradokia.
0: Apokaradokia. Okay. Yes,
1: and it is actually a word from the Bible. I'm not gonna stand mm. in the religious or anything. But it's a beautiful word that describes the kind of faith that we need to have in order to manifest or create what we want in Mm. the world. So okay, it's the three parts literally mean like Apo means to turn away, Gara, which is face, and then Dokia is like without distractions and in faith. I'm not sure if it's Apo or Dokia that means that. But basically to just focus forward, no distractions, full faith, head on.
0: Wow. That's a great yeah. fucking Instagram name. It's better than fucking Eladio so Talks. So I'll tell you that much.
1: <laughs> Before that, it yeah, was yeah. Bitch Living Her Best Life.
0: So. <laughs> Wait, that was it? That was it? Oh, that's yeah, that's, also a, that's also a great name, just in a different, slightly different way. But listen, it, it, all, it all makes sense. Okay, so I would say that's kind of your mission statement, I guess, if you could put it that way. Just that name yeah. alone, right? Just going in your path. And accomplishing what you need to or what you want to be done, right? and what would that be? Yes. Let's talk about that, I guess too.
1: My ultimate goal
0: yeah, like if if you have your path that you're trying to follow, what is that path leading you down?
1: So it's a little it's not too complicated,
0: but the more complicated the better. you know what I mean We got many not- minutes to talk about this.
1: It's more it's it's a little undefined because I could just say that I want to create a financial success or abundance within my creative abilities. Right. But I feel like it's a lot deeper than that. What mm-hmm. I want to create in the world because I feel that I have this gift of being able to express myself through different mediums and with that I like to inspire and mm. It's almost. My goal is the truth. True. My goal is advancement. My goal is evolution, and whoever I touch and meet along that way and journey is, is what brings me happiness Hmm. and fulfillment, to inspire others to live in truth, advancement and evolution physically, mentally, and spiritually through whatever creative medium that they have.
0: That's. Yeah, that's a big goal, I would say. And I love when people have big goals because that just means, I don't know, because, you know, I, I, I think about this a lot with like the people I meet and the people I get along with, like the bigger their goals are or the more uh, ambitious they are, I feel like the the easier it is to focus on your path because it's not like an A to B where like, oh, I do this and then I get this in return and then that's it because then the goal would be completed very easily, right? Like I think yeah. about the, the way I relate that would be like, let's say my parents wanted me to be a lawyer. Right. And I never really liked that idea because it was too easy in terms of when you're following a law degree, you just read these texts. You know what I mean? Finish this homework, get this grade, get this job. You like know,
1: point A to point B.
0: Very simple. Yeah. There's no, it's like, it's like almost planned. It's like, if you just follow this guideline follow this format you know what i mean you'll you'll become a lawyer yes. no problem but yes. i decided to do whatever the fuck it is i'm doing which I, i'm still yeah. like you know what i mean struggling to define which i have too soon yes. for my parents because they're like what the fuck are you doing in life and i'm like <laughs> ah, i'm trying to do it and I'm then doing i doing something yeah i'm doing something creative and something that i feel like is actually way more fulfilling i guess because like i said it's not so dry so cut and dry
1: yeah
0: it sounds yes. kind of similar that's why like when I hear you say what you're saying somebody can hear that and say oh that's too vague that doesn't even like what does that even mean but you know what that means you know what I mean like you know what you're trying to achieve and even if it can become it, even if it can become somewhat complex to other people I do like that because there's that just means you have a lot of room to do what you need to do
1: yes and I can kind of see that you're in touch with your feminine side. Because oh, well. the okay. feminine the feminine way of doing things is creative, random, yeah. and the masculine is point A, point B, square. Well, feminine okay. is circle. This is interesting random. that you're
0: pointing out my feminine energy because I, I would say this episode is up to a very like high level conversation and I'm about to like bring it down to like a brain <laughs> men talk because <laughs> that well i'm just saying because you say oh you know you have that feminine energy which is nice but i feel like okay i don't want i don't want to get. see this is the problem you bring up something and my mind goes so to a certain place like i was just going to bring up the fact that i have gotten that a lot in my life and i don't that's good but it's definitely a thing you know what i mean when i'm talking to women does that make sense
1: I, I hear you you see what
0: i'm saying like I, it's definitely like i've noticed that about myself and i think it has to do with the fact that i mainly grew up with women i was raised by women there was men in my life but there weren't too much you know what i mean in my life like everything i've learned from lessons to experiences has always been around women so i think that makes sense this is why i'm i guess tapped into that feminine energy but the creative I would, yeah but i just think with uh, okay we're getting a little too distracted because i was just about to say like what women like and don't like and how <laughs> feminine energy sometimes can put women off let's move on from that and go back to what you were saying so you said i have feminine energy in terms of like me i wanted to do point a to point b right that's what you yeah brought yeah and um,
1: i i relate to that so much
0: yeah it, 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 right because i feel like for me it's also about like i mentioned before having the room you know what i mean to operate and do what you need to i don't i don't like feeling like in a box almost like, Oh, you have to do this this way. Like, exactly.
2: I reject,
0: wow. like, I, I I say this, I've been saying this a lot recently, but like structure in anything I am against. I'm against structure Ooh. with anything because I feel like structure is only good. I guess if you want to get started with something, but ultimately it, it creates, what's the word? Homogeny or hegemony like just every everybody making the same shit you know what i mean because oh. like you see books like uh what's the book it's like uh, save the cat do you know about that book it's like yeah. a it's like a screenplay book where they give you like the very basic elements of a screenplay and ever since i heard it i'm like nah fuck that because i feel like then everybody starts at the same place like you're not allowed to make something unique You have to do like, you know, it's like when I'm making a short film, let's say, which I've done where they say, oh, you need to use these shots. Like there's these five shots that you need to do. And that's what makes a film or whatever. It's like you have to do this or you have to do that. And I've always, even in life in general, like rebelled against that shit because it's like, no, like, what are you talking about? Like if if, to me, this is what feels right, I'm not going to ditch that for like this thing that you know, everybody can do if you follow it. You know what I'm saying? Like it removes the uniqueness yes. from people. You know?
1: Yeah. Like trying to create a blueprint for a way yes. of being. Yes. I'm told I don't I'm not here for blueprints. No. I'm here for infinite creative. Yeah. You can do anything, any type of way. You can live your life however you want. You can create however you want. Exactly. Your process is unique to you. Your blessings are unique to you. Your path is unique to you. Your lessons are unique to you. Yeah. There's no blueprint. There's no, it's all up to you and what feels good and what is working for you.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it also goes with what you were talking about earlier with what, when you're trying to inspire people, or I don't know if you mentioned here, but we kind of talked about it before when we talked, but just like, um, you want people to do, to almost like go above with certain things in terms of like what you can do in your life. Like you were just saying, and I feel like all the structure that's set up around us in society keeps people from reaching a higher level. You know what I mean? Like it keeps them like, you know, just do this. You know, wake up. I don't know. You know what I mean? Go to Dunkin' Donuts. Go to your job. You know, maybe hang out at the bar. Go home, and then you're stuck in that loop. When you it's can do so. Old. M- yeah, it gets old when you can do so much more. But you know, it, it's it's actually kind of hard to get people to break out of that cycle because everybody else is doing it.
1: Yep. And then when you're not doing what everyone else is doing, you get outcasted or right. you look like you're not doing enough or you you seem weird or yeah. you're not moving right to them. Yes. Yeah. This is I believe we are in the world of infinite possibilities and we can create mm. any way of being. And yes, life is about struggle and work and action, but I feel like What we're living through now is a pivotal moment where we're going to see change and a leveling
0: almost. So do you think, yeah, uh, that makes sense. Would you say, that actually makes a lot of sense considering this general vibe that I've been feeling where like with all the wild shit that's happening in the world, I feel like you can see it two ways. And I think you just helped me see it from another perspective. Like the way that I was singing about it was like, if you see it as, as uh, at a surface, it could be like or in a pessimistic way, it could be like, oh, the world is ending. You see all the shit that's happening Oh, so much crazy shit is happening. You know what I mean? Like the crazy, you know, the crazy weather like here in Philly, there's like car accidents all the time now. It's crazy. Just there's a general like wild mm. energy happening. But you could also see the way you're saying, which is it just could be a leveling where like shit is rough right now because it's going to get better. Right? You know what I mean? like
1: Chaos and then order.
0: Right. Like, maybe there's been, like, a certain regime (coughs) or a certain way of things that have been the same way for so long. You do kind of need... Too long. You know what I mean? For it to go to shit before... Like you're saying, like, chaos before order. Like, you know, if everything... Like, nothing can change if it doesn't go through, like, something bad. Right? Like, even us as humans, when we learn... A lessons it, when we really truly learn a lesson it's because something bad that has happened that made us yeah learn that lesson you know what i mean
1: yeah it's like almost like the land is being plowed for new crops to be grown. right
0: yeah i love all these analogies we're coming up with great analogies for what we're trying to get trying to say yeah
1: the yeah. Lo- actually that's crazy because i just learned the law of analogy states that one thing may be understand when compared to others mm, so right. i think that's beautiful yeah
0: yeah, yeah. That's so beautiful. The analogies are definitely they're very useful i try to do them sometimes it's huge. and uh they don't go well sometimes like sometimes i come up with one and it just makes absolutely no fucking sense <laughs> and then it's just like okay well I just kind of have to like move on. And <laughs> people like, what? And I'm like, I'm trying to explain it. And people are like, nah, bruh, this is not it. And then I just kind of have to move on. But like think, that
1: one analogy is like, you ever seen a tree fall twice? No. Get off, brush it off. You're good. <laughs>
0: what? I've never heard that one. Yeah, that sounds it's like, like trending one. I, right now. Yeah, that sounds like one I would come up with because that shit makes absolutely no sense. Um, But yes, this is all kind of within your mission statement, I would say, right. With what you're trying to achieve through all the mediums that you're involved in. I guess I wanted, this is something I'm curious about with you specifically. You we were talking about outcasts earlier and do you, did you feel like an outcast growing up? Like having these views and feeling the way that you feel about the world.
1: I have always been an outcast. Mm. I've always been bullied but then at the same time, I always did whatever I wanted. So in middle school, I was wearing tutus, dressing up in crazy outfits, wearing oh, wow. crazy jewelry. And everybody around me was like wearing, you know, Ed Hardy or not Ed Hardy guy. <laughs> like those fish shirts and cargo pants. And then right. the girls would wear like a white T-shirt and jeans. And I was like this one girl with crazy out, colorful yeah. outfits getting bullied, but still showing up the next day in her outfits like hmm. never had a friend group never felt like i belonged to a group Hmm. i ended up hanging out with the skaters and the bmx kids in high school because they were the outcasts right yeah i never felt
0: a part of somebody
1: that's interesting
0: yeah that's interesting even even just that in itself the way you're describing it is interesting but i would say since i'm dominican or hispanic if you just want to broaden it there's definitely even more of a specific way you're supposed to be when you're Hispanic. I would say mm-hmm. this is something I find very interesting with you because you're definitely outside of that mold. And I like, I like finding people like that because I don't know. I mean, and you're starting to see more change, more change happening in the Hispanic community when it comes to like not being a very specific way, right? Like you see, you see things that bad bunny primarily is doing, which is angering, all you know abuelitas in the world right like everybody <laughs> is the, or everybody who's in that old school kind of mindset and Bad bunny being one of the biggest artists in the world you know dressing in drag or like you know singing doing in japanese you know, I mean? like, you know what i mean like you know he's just doing whatever and i find that interesting because even in my family i see like the the older people in my family i see the way they they, they um they react towards Bad bunny and i'm just like yeah. that's just so interesting how that's clearly marking a change in the old school ways of Hispanic people and kind of breaking out. You know what I'm saying?
1: He's challenging yeah, oh, yeah. He is challenging ways of it, creating. Yeah. Music. In a way
0: that we haven't seen it. And this is, uh, it feels weird to like talk about this because you know, a lot of things that bad money's doing probably wouldn't get that much press, let's say in the U S but it's because, you know, it's we've seen it before, but not in the Hispanic community. That's what I find so interesting about Bad Bunny. He's kind of one of the first to really challenge norms. And I just find that interesting that he's doing it now and all the reactions that he's getting. You know what I mean?
1: Yes. Bad Bunny is incredible. Yeah. He's such a powerful force.
2: Yeah.
0: It's just interesting to see what he's doing, especially considering, like I said, like a lot of the things that are happening in the U.S. that I feel like just shows where society like what the fuck is the word like the way that the hispanic community is at versus the rest of the world you know what i mean it's it's always funny to see that people challenging the norms lets you know wh- where the society is at in terms of what they accept and they don't accept uh so that but i just brought that up to say it's just interesting you're a very unique person i can get that just straight mm-hmm. off you're looking at your instagram you. talking to you yeah i mean just the way you see the world and you think it's part of the reason why I want to have you on the podcast. I like talking to interesting people. I don't want to talk to anybody who's, like, fucking boring. You <laughs> know what you. I mean? That would make a boring conversation. Damn. I don't like that. Well, I mean, it's Thank true. You. Imagine, like, <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> well, whatever. I, I don't even want to. I mean, I've had <laughs> guests in the past, let's just say, that have been kind of boring. And I've had to, like, pry shit out of them because they're too cool about saying certain shit. You know what I mean? But it is what know. it is. Uh, we have you now and um, no yeah I just wanted to point that out because it's interesting I guess just for me the being thing. Hispanic that's something something I've noticed very specific to us Hispanic kids you know
1: I've definitely been outcasted in my family as yeah. the gringa or <laughs> yeah. just the weirdo they try to call me a witch
0: yeah 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 yeah. Just- <laughs> yeah yeah exactly that's what I'm talking about yeah, yeah <laughs>
1: No, I just think these rocks are beautiful.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yo, that's hilarious. Yeah, exactly. That's fun. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can't even imagine you showing up with a bunch of rocks to a Dominican household or like Puerto Rican household, you know, Hispanic household. And it was like, oh, here's what I bought. What the fuck is that? Yeah, that's hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, just keep it to yourself. But yeah. Yeah, I can't
1: even show
0: them. I just find it interesting. But when. okay, let's let's keep talking about you for a second when did you notice that you think or you act or when when did you become aware of this because when you're young you you have a certain innocence we all do that we just do what we want right and we don't understand that that's like outside of the norms or whatever at what point were you aware that like a lot of the things you like to do are outside of the norms do you know when you became aware of this
1: when i became conscious Hmm.
0: yeah conscious of that part (laughs) <laughs> yeah like because that's always interesting like i'm trying to think when i guess let me put my let me ask that question to myself yeah I, it must have been it's always like around for me, probably like uh, fifth grade sixth grade is when you really start to see like because that's when the kids are start maybe like bullying you or making fun of you it's like oh what are you doing and then you're all like oh i didn't know i wasn't oh okay and then that's when you're like oh okay and then there's only a few people that keep doing that shit anyways, right? When you're young and people start like, ah, what are you doing? There's only a few people that just stick to, nah, I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? I'm just going to continue to do this. Sounds like you did that.
1: Yes. Um, I do have, it was, it's been since elementary school, hmm. but also I just remember this, when you said that it brought me back to a memory, I have a picture of when I was like five or six and I was dressed up. I had the whole like living room decked out with my like stuffed animals, and I I placed my shoes in a in a row, and I put my suitcase, and I like sat on the couch with like a little pen hanging out my mouth, and I was like swagging out. Yeah. I was only like five or six.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: So I think this has just always been some kind of energy within me. I always remembered like in elementary school too. Like I had like these these um these nike gladiator sandals Mm. um i don't think anybody knows what they are but (laughs) nike made some weird ass sandals one time and i fucked with them because they were so different and Mm. like it's just always like been animals and nature and the ocean and and then like always been about like dressing up and style pictures like my stuffed animals like it always like I always had a connection to these kinds of things.
0: Hmm, interesting. It was. That's, that's, that's it, yeah, that's interesting it. that you've been, yeah, so that, that memory, you can, that's pretty young, yeah, that you can picture just you setting things up a certain way in your room that was just like what it came to you naturally. That's interesting. Yeah, I thought about the question for myself. And I think the moment I wasn't even young, I think the moment I truly realized that at least I, I did certain things that, most people wouldn't do. It was actually pretty recent. It probably might have been like two, three years ago. I was supposed to take these, like these, uh, uh this ladder that was being used, right? I was supposed to take it down to the basement, and for whatever reason, I just put the ladder like upside down, like I set it upside down and said, "You know, I was supposed to be like up." You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> I just placed it upside down on the thing, which I didn't think was that big of a deal. And then my brother was like, "What the fuck!" Why would you? Because obviously, you're not supposed to put the fucking ladder upside down. But that's yeah, when I realized, you know. oh, yeah, I, I guess I do think differently because I just thought I, I didn't even I just say, all right, whatever. I just put it backwards. I didn't see anything wrong with that. You know what I mean? Like, that's where I realized, OK, I do Shit. probably think differently, probably than most people put in the fucking ladder upside down. I actually thought it was cool the way, it, you know, what I mean, yeah. Like just, it like a V kind of I was like, oh, this looks fire. And then. just like hearing it to this day what (laughs) what what? wait what part are you confused what were you trying
2: to achieve (laughs) by putting it upside down yeah i was just
0: setting it down yeah i wasn't like trying to do anything with it i was just like i'll just put it this way because it was already upside down i said you know what i'll just put it like this and it wasn't even laziness it was because it could be it could be misconstrued as that but i just thought it just if, felt right, right. Yeah, it was like if I can put it, why can't I put it upside down? What's the problem with that? I guess maybe it just doesn't. It could slip.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I, I see why they put it. Okay, I'm starting to see why the why it goes up. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. But oh. that was the moment I realized. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I don't know why. To me, I, that just felt like natural. You know what I mean? And I have a lot of like examples like that. But let's not make this about myself. Let's make it about our guest, Alexa um (laughs) what are the different mediums that you dabble in like the 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 type of art that you create what what are all the types of different mediums that you use to express yourself Want to get a good sense
1: so this i okay so of course painting right
0: Mm. that is in the background that's an original alexa original right over there all right. Yes. How much does this it go for when you when you auction it? How at what place is the bidding gonna start? Like five thousand? you, you. <laughs> Hundred thousand? Is that the 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 the, the, the where, where the bidding starts? No, I'm joking. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah minimum hundred thousand, hundred k. Um, Yeah, So, <laughs> painting in the background. Yes.
1: Yes. Writing. Writing. Fashion, makeup is a huge way of expressing how I feel because Mm. it's literally like the expression very
0: visual. Yeah.
1: Writing and then also writing poetry. I also sing, but I keep that to myself.
0: All right. Well, that's interesting because we have a segment on this podcast a karaoke segment that we're <laughs> gonna start right now. No, I'm joking. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm joking. You <laughs> imagine I really put you on the spot and make you sing on the podcast? It's like you have yeah. to sing now.
1: <laughs> I sing for myself. I've cried yeah, yeah, while yeah. I've singing. Like you've been passionate. I've many, yeah. Yeah. I've cried many times while singing. So I would say that's the way I express myself. Did that's I already cool. say fashion? Yeah, I said yeah, fashion. Yeah, you said
0: fashion writing, writing poetry yeah
1: jewelry i've made my own jewelry mm. played around and like did different things and made like belts and stuff yeah houses. that's fashion as well
0: yeah that's interesting yeah, yeah. I, I i was gonna say what i was gonna say you brought up one of the things that you do oh yeah photography I guess photography you're, you're big into that
1: heavy it's so beautiful
0: yeah such an art yeah i mean isn't there anything i think that's one of the most satisfying things for me i have i've dabbled in photography i'm not i haven't done it much but it's one of the most satisfying things when you are able to take a picture that looks exactly like the image that you have in your head
1: the vision yes that is such a powerful moment
0: yeah when i get
1: to create the vision that i had in my mind and that's usually how most of my
2: yeah. Most I of think your it's photos such a beautiful go, yeah. moment.
0: Yeah. It's interesting because yeah. it's like, I don't know. There's I think the thing that's so special about it could be that, you know, because we you know, you can imagine anything in your, in your mind. Right. You can picture anything. But the moment you make it real, it's almost like a realization that's like, oh, anything is possible in that way. You know what I mean? We're like if something that you completely made up in your mind, you're able to put like in a physical way. You're like, oh shit. So that's like there's no limit to like what the fuck I can do. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. how I see it.
1: It's I believe that we all have this ability to just take it's it's more it's not whether or not you're good at this one thing and you're not. It's whether or not you know how to channel that creativity within right. you properly. Yes. Because not only do I do all these creative artistic things, well, cooking is also an art cleaning is an art the way you do your things and the hair your hair everything is an art and it's all about the creativity within that you channel through whatever you're doing it's how passionate and flow it's it's like a divine like experience to be able to just channel that creativity from within you into whatever medium into whatever you want to do and feel good about it
0: it is because like i said yeah again back to the thing of like turning the intangible into something tangible is really is a very crazy thing at least i feel so with a lot of things and it's funny because you mentioned this the singing how you can become really passionate while singing i kind of feel the same way with just not not singing i'm a horrible singer but just, uh, uh, like, listening to music, like, music is is strange in that it's so um, primitive. Like, music is just kind of, like, from what I've researched, it just kind of, music's always been around because it's, like, just the beating of our hearts is music, right? That's just, like, a, yeah. a, a drumming, just a drum sound constantly going, right? So, it's, like, when you listen to music, it connects you, it, it connects to you in, like, a fucking... The deepest level, something to connect to you with, because it's like your life, basically. Your your heart beating, is that rhythm. Yeah. You know what I mean. So it's like
1: I think music is so beautiful.
0: It, it yeah, man. It's it, so it powerful. Is. I, it, yeah, and again, I think with me, the 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 intangible to tangible thing, where like I can listen to a song, and not know why exactly, but I'll be like, this song is this is specific experience that i've had in my life or a specific experience that I want to happen in my life or a specific emotion it's almost like these three minutes of sounds can create like a whole like a very specific image in my head or feeling you yes. know what i mean so in in that way it's like i can listen to a song right and just get a very um like, specific, like I, I don't know, like um, a song we were playing before the episode started. You, like, I was kind of playing a little bit of a song. Like, I, it, it, just so everybody knows, is a new Kevin Abstract song. It's called uh, uh, Sierra Nights. Um, <laughs> check it out. It's a good song. But that song, when I hear it, I just hear like, um, I'm not even going to try to explain it. But in terms of an emotion, like a very blissful, like just floating in the clouds kind of feeling. So just the yes. fact that sound can capture feelings so specifically is why I love music and why it's always, I've always been, well, I've, I've always loved it and connected a lot to it, if that makes sense. You know what I'm trying to say?
1: Yes, I know exactly what you're yeah.
0: saying. That's why I love it's, music. It's
1: a form of expression and everybody has similar experiences. Yeah, man. And that's why we're able to connect so deeply through music is why yeah. music is one of the biggest things in the world right now.
0: Yeah. and it,
1: Music, yeah. life is music.
0: Yes, Yes, the
1: rhythm of our life—it goes up and down, and deeps yeah, and sequences, and right. hi-hats and bass and climaxes yeah. and drops and it's all—it's all life. Whoa, this That's could be able-
0: this could be like a good poem or short film where like each instrument of like let's say a trap song is like a specific part of your life. That's a fire idea. Nobody take it. It's Lexus, okay? Because I'm not artistic enough to do it, so I'm just putting it on her. if she wants (laughs) to do it i'm giving the idea to her because ain't no way i'm gonna make a poem that gets that point across but no yeah i know exactly what you're saying yeah even exactly ups and downs like the like the different parts of our life that makes it feel whole right like how different elements come together to make something great all the different like um factors like the the limitless possibilities that come from all the different factors that we experience in our lives very interesting yeah music is one of those things there's no it it would never like go away because it's just too like connected to who we are as humans it's almost like you could almost say like music is uh like a like because i I forget what it's called but there's like a a pyramid of like the basic needs for humans it's like food and what you know food water shelter i would put fucking music as fourth or something like that rhythm Yeah, yeah like rhythm yeah if you yeah if you break it down like rhythm those could Dance be like the four so very
1: powerful
0: the four basic elements of our life um how do we even get into music oh yeah the are the, the different art forms that, <laughs> that you dabble in um do you have a favorite or one the or one that like uh, you i'm sure you enjoy all of them the same but like just one that you really like song doing. no no like a, a art form or a way to express yourself <clears throat> a medium so, through exp- through through which you express yourself.
1: Um so the way i view my like creative expression and like the way i the mediums that i use is i mean i wouldn't say i have a favorite it's like there'll be a period in time where i'm like flowing in painting like i'm mm. just making amazing paintings and okay. then there'll be a time in my life where I'm like doing photo shoots, yeah. and they're amazing. And I'm doing them back to back. And then there will be a time in my life where I'm writing and writing and writing yeah. poetry, and and there will be a time in my life where I'm like mostly into dancing, and like mm. it's like
0: dancing bachata, then
1: bachata, right? <laughs> bachata. I'll do expressionism yeah, too. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Like oh, in the rain
1: on the balcony, like
0: oh, just like okay, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I don't know. Ex- I can't do it right just- now. I'm not in the <laughs> but.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I but can like, picture it. Yeah,
1: I get just as excited about my photo shoots as I do my paintings, mm. I would say.
0: Well, OK, Maybe. I guess a better question would be, what's the art form of the moment? I guess. What's the one thing that you're in that you're heavily in to doing right now?
1: Definitely writing. Mm.
0: You're in a writing phase.
1: I am in a deep writing phase. I've been writing pages and pages of just stuff that I've been learning. Mm. And then turning that stuff into poetry. Mm. So as I'm gaining more knowledge, wisdom, understanding, greater discernment of everything that's going on around me, I get to express that into poetry. And as I learn new words.
0: Interesting, learning new, new words. Learning so important. What's a new word you've recently learned? Let's see. Let's see if, uh, if, I, if I know any. Do you have Dang, bro. Is that putting you on the spot? I don't know. I'm just. Epoch. Yeah. Epoch. I learned the epoch. I've heard that yeah. word. I don't know what the fuck that means. What does that mean?
1: It's basically like a phase in time like like the Jurassic Age was the epoch of ah, the dinosaurs. Got it. Or the beginning of it. It's like a beginning of something.
0: Okay. Let me as see. a
1: transformational I, moment. A pivotal oh, moment.
0: Okay, that makes sense. Let me see if Something I can, like that. Let me see if I can apply it as a sentence. Me having Lexa on the podcast is an epoch. <laughs> of the current era of the puck. Po- I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um Yeah, yeah I just gave it a okay. give it give it a good old college try. Maybe yeah. It's Let's, okay. I, <laughs> I don't even think I was even close, but whatever. Um epoch. I just okay. learned
1: it too, so Interesting. Yeah. Epoch.
0: That's a good word. Yeah. It's always isn't it funny it's when you beautiful. like it's when you say a word? I've noticed um it's always funny when you say a word that you've never have you ever like said a word you've never said before and you're like, oh, I didn't know I knew that word or like it just kind of oh, came yeah. out of nowhere. Like it, it, it sometimes it'd be happening to me organically. I just like, I don't
1: know.
0: Vivacious. <laughs> what? Vivacious you said? Uh,
1: vivacious.
0: Vivacious. Yeah, that's a good one.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know. I don't even know what it means, but it, I, I like what it, it, it feels like it means. You know what I mean? Like,
1: you know what it means.
0: Yeah, I don't even know. I, I don't know what vivacious. it means, but I know what it means. It's like, I don't like know. like vivacious uh, beauty. And just uh, like- uh, right that's what it felt like it was yeah some words you use context clues and you get a feel as to what it is maybe you don't know what it is but um okay so writing you're in a heavy writing phase right now um just like journaling or like poet like journaling turning that into poetry right it's kind of what you're so
1: i usually i find so i journal a lot
0: Hmm.
1: and but right now i'm more than like a learning studying kind of and I feel like that's creative. I feel like that's oh, a yeah, way sure. to like, bring about. It's a, it's an action, and I think it's a powerful action to study, especially universal knowledge. It can be applied okay. to anything. So right now, yeah, I'm studying like, some laws and some cosmetologies and some wisdom, mm. and then I'm – is it cosmetology? That sounds like makeup.
0: That's definitely Cosmic. makeup. I, I didn't want to correct it. some ecology or something?
1: Cosmicology. It's
0: some- <laughs> I was, uh, I was just gonna let us live. Like, oh yeah, she's studying makeup too. I mean, it makes sense. You have makeup on right now, so it's like you yeah, could be studying. I'm turning. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta do cosmetology on your own already. So you know, you're not wrong.
1: I okay. would say you're definitely a
0: cosmetologist. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's
1: like cosmicology or yes, something yes, like that. Yes. Like cosmic knowledge. Cosmic some- knowledge. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. I'm sorry. And That's- I'm turning that into poetry. And I'm. T- and how to view my life, and how to tell Mm. the story of my life. We're all storytellers of our lives. Yes. And physically writing out your story, where you've come from, how far you've grown, what you've turned into, what you've experienced, and writing that out physically, pen and paper, and then turning that script into something beautiful, beautiful ending, a moment of growth, like something, something... What's the word? Vivacious. That strengthens you. Oh my bad. <laughs> Something that strength empowers you. Empowers yeah. you. A story that empowers you. Okay. So I'm turning just all this wisdom and stuff that I'm learning, so I can better tell the story of my life and hmm. create poetry that people can relate to.
0: Interesting. Okay. That's that's pretty cool. Um, speaking of, I guess you know, telling the story of your life. Explain your life in two words. Go. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> you imagine that's insane. Yeah, I don't think that's no. even. I don't think any life um, can be explained into words. Chaos
1: and evolution. Whoa! I think that's everybody, though. Chaos goodness. and evolution.
0: You did it somehow. I was joking it's, with that question, but you did it.
1: There was so much chaos in my life, so much mm. separation. I've had my paintings ripped to pieces. Oh wow! I've had people come against me, call me yeah. satanic, call me yeah. demonic, call me a witch. I've had yeah. so many problems with friends and it's just, just with how you are turned in, the, the, in
0: yeah the conflict that, that brings up on other people yeah
1: people don't know your energy and can only meet you as far as they met themselves so when they yeah. find something they see that you're different you're set apart they don't know what's going on within you they can't recognize it because again people can only meet them you as far as they met yeah. themselves and they 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 treat you weird they talk they think you're this or they think you're that and they don't understand why you're so happy all the time it's just
0: and you are happy. Chaos all the time. and
1: growth. I'm usually happy. Because you're going to just. It's very important.
0: Yeah. I was. Okay. This is this is a good conversation to have. There's a concept of happiness. Because this is something I've been thinking about a lot recently. But so, cause, so people see you and think you're happy all the time. And that causes conflict. Like people are like, how um, are you so happy all the time? Like, what, what's up? Like, people do that to you.
1: I feel like my family.
0: Hmm. Interesting.
1: Mostly, like I'll come in such a happy mood, they just do not know how to respond to me because they're not feeling the same way.
0: Oh yeah, I mean that type stuff. Tell me about it. Listen, you're preaching to I, the choir right now.
1: <laughs> I literally just, I literally just went to the springs with a group of people. Like, I think it was yesterday. <laughs> I can't remember yesterday. That's crazy. It's been a long time. And. Ago. I'm such a happy, I'm talking to everybody. I'm having fun. I'm doing front flips. And
0: <laughs> you can do a front They flip? don't know
1: how to talk to me. They don't know how to treat me. They don't yeah. they didn't know how to communicate with yeah. me. They were quiet with me. Yes, I do have issues with people who see my happiness and see my energy and not know how to approach me or talk to me.
0: Do you know how to so you know how to do a front flip? I'm sorry, I got stuck in that. You could do a front flip. <laughs> yeah. Really? Into the water. It's not hard. Oh, hour. into you the water. Using. Okay, okay, okay. I thought you were just randomly. If used... I could do a front flip right here, I would. That right now. <laughs> that would be great content for yeah. sure. Can you do like <laughs> a? Can you do a split or something like? Can you do anything like really athletic? Can you do like a spider with I mean, I you, am like, athletic.
1: Scroll? Oh, I could do that. You yeah, could do right, that. Right. You
0: could do the spider. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I've always that's wanted to. Spider
1: back bend or
0: something yeah yeah i've always wanted to do like a backflip or something like that but gravity is not my friend right now aka i'm getting fat um so okay. it's like i wish i could it's do it. a front flip or backflip. those sounds always like i always love those videos of people randomly busting it out like oh let me just do it and then it's always fun yeah but 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 back to this is a very interesting conversation though of like people not knowing how to deal with your energy this is interesting because why do you think that is?
1: Um, like I said, people can only meet you as far as they met themselves. Mm, okay. They can only recognize outside what they recognize in their self. If they can't recognize happiness, self-love, connection, unity within themselves, then they can't really bring that out into the world. That's mm. just literally how things work. You can't... If you're disconnected within... If you have these mental, what is it called? Acedia, like just mental sloth, just unable mental to walls connect, you could
0: say, like, maybe like
1: blocks. Yeah, and you're unable to see the light in people, and you think people are weird. And you try to figure them out instead of mm. just connecting with them on that on their level yeah. vibrationally.
0: Yeah, yeah, we need to. We need more of that. I think people. That's such a good point. I feel like people don't try to meet each other where they're at because I guess because I don't know everybody has some sort of ego and they feel like you know no she's got to come to my level or like you said maybe they just can't reach that so they they become like uh uh what's the fucking word uh confrontational I guess or so like uh, judgmental yeah like all that like all those negative like vibes or energy they start to come out when they're frustrated with themselves I guess because they realize they can't reach you you know what i mean i, I feel like that happens a lot i, I can totally I, imagine
1: but everybody has to start off on that level because mm. we all have to start off at some point some people start off higher than others some people yeah. are all, they're all we're all at different levels but i i find it a blessing that i was once depressed angry and disconnected because now that i am more in union with my truest self I'm not saying i'm there all the way i'm only 20 years old I have still it, yeah. so much more growth to go i'm yeah. not perfect nobody is but i'm able to recognize the disconnected and avoid hmm. because i was once at that level within myself and i no longer want to want to see that in my life we yeah. all have to start at some sort of disconnection some sort of mental block in order for us to grow and then recognize those blocks in the future and our path. So we're able to just go around them and brush it off or just let it go because yeah, you just got to start there. I think it's, I think it's a blessing.
0: Hmm, Interesting. Okay. I got from what you said, I got two questions. Question number one, do you consider yourself? Well, this isn't question question one, a do you consider yourself confident? i would say, yeah. Question 1B, yeah. do you feel like that's all, do you think, does that drive people away or like make you, do people find you intimidating? That's question 1B. I've, I don't know. I hmm. <clears throat> Because the reason I asked question 1A is because I've noticed anybody who is confident or acts, you know, totally themselves and they're secure in themselves they always become intimidating to people and i find that very fascinating cuz i've talked to a lot of people that are that are like that and a lot of people do get intimidated by confidence but for whatever reason maybe it has to do with what the thing we were talking about matching energies you know i'm like the opposite i'm like i become more confident if i'm around confident people right like i become more gleeful when i'm around happy people like usually that energy i'm i'm able to Go along with that. I've noticed, but I have. I don't know why, but but that is very common. If you're confident, people just kind of are intimidated with you. But I, so so I don't know if you've had like any explicit moments in your life where you've thought, oh, the, like where you could see that, that there is intimidation in a room.
1: I don't. Yeah, but I don't. Maybe I don't think like that. so
0: mm. you don't see it as intimidation. Like
1: I, don't, I don't. I don't walk into rooms thinking that i'm the most confident person and that i'm intimidating right, right. people yeah like but I'm, even but, though that may be a possibility yeah. i don't really see it because i'm more focused on just get like i want to i truly want to get to know people
2: mm.
1: and and talk to people and connect to people and i think i show my vulnerability and my humility pretty well mm. So I know that's alive within me. Like I'm very vulnerable Mm. and I'm not afraid to like be soft or express, you know, that side. So I never really think about, Oh, I'm, I'm a confident ass bad bitch. And these people are (laughs) intimidated. Like,
0: (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I (laughs) I actually, I, I, I relate with, I relate with you when you're talking about being vulnerable, being outwardly vulnerable. I think that's something that's been kind of a uh, pet peeve of mine where people, I think a lot of people our age um, are scared to show vulnerability and that causes so many issues because if people were more vulnerable, too. well, why people aren't vulnerable, right. Cause they've probably been hurt a lot before and you know, they, yeah, they totally, but I just think, I've realized a lot of issues that come from communication or just dealing with people is because they're putting up those walls and they don't want to be vulnerable with each other. And I feel like if people try to talk to or meet people with at least some sort of
1: intention of connection. Right. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And people wouldn't be so afraid of being vulnerable. Right. But it seems like everybody's trying to figure each other out. Mm hmm. So like once you like show them that vulnerable side of you, then they're like, oh, this person's like this. Oh, this person is going through this. Oh, this person thinks like this. So they're like this, and this confidence comes from this. And like, you know, they try to connect dots, but you can't connect dots within another person's life because you will never truly get to know somebody one hundred percent. Right. I feel like, yeah, if if people just came together with the intention of connecting, collaborating and just you know good just good intentions then we wouldn't have so much issues with vulnerability yeah
0: yeah man this is such an interesting topic because yeah i feel like um yeah everything you're saying is is true and i've noticed that time and time again and people don't ever really get to know each other because of that very that very thing you know what i mean because it's like i did like a a, like a, a video a while ago on my instagram talking about i have this theory of like with how so many people are like hurt and afraid of being vulnerable it's almost like when you're talking to somebody romantically or even in a friendship it's like me it's like two people you're dealing with right like you're dealing with the the let's say the the, the duplicate that's supposed to be like the bodyguard of yourself right where it's like, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, the mask, I guess you could call it, where it's like, this. Is, but I like to picture it as two people because it's just a funnier visual for me. But it's just like, there's a the second person that's in front of the vulnerable self, right? And they're, they're the ones that are dealing with sometimes the vulnerable self or like the other, like double that's protecting that person. And so imagine a conversation, like just picture this, a conversation between two like people two like like fucking duplicates of the real person just talking to each other it's like i said it's almost like two walls talking to each other where it's like there's absolutely no vulnerability it's all skepticism it's all cynicism it's like oh what do you want it's like oh what what do i want what do you want and then it's almost like a game that is being played between both of these who
1: are you what can i get from you yeah exactly
0: is am i talking to the vulnerable self am i talking to the to the bodyguard you know what i mean like that's how i picture it and, I always, and then sometimes you don't know if you are dealing with which p- person you're dealing with with the fucking mask or with the real person that can get confusing I don't know but I, I don't know if that's specific to this generation or that's something that's always been but I, I definitely see it a lot with the people in our generation maybe because of fucking kick do you remember really? kick yeah do you remember kick
2: yeah
0: I feel like a lot of trauma came from kick with a lot of people <laughs> i think kick is the reason why this generation <laughs> is so like uh, uh <laughs> has so many trust issues <laughs> yo real I shit like i think that a lot that, of people yeah.
1: are more out than no. usual than before i i feel like well, people are more vulnerable now and talking mm, about healing okay. transformation i see more people talking about growth okay. nowadays especially that's, on that's true talk
0: I think you're right. You, you, you're right about that. There is definitely a movement to be more vulnerable and talk about her feelings. It's a spectrum.
1: It's all a spectrum, though. I guess it, it's just it all, all the people.
0: I guess the people that I'm around in my very small bubble, I've noticed that's, like, the common thing. I guess I'm not in those circles, I guess, that you're talking about, those the you know, like, the people that you see on TikTok. Like, that's all great and all, but I try to base on, like, the people I know, and it's definitely very much rampant that, like trust issues trauma unresolved trauma let me ghost you for like two weeks be- because i can't be honest with myself that you know i'm interested in you and you know like all that shit like it's like the moment <laughs> i don't know that sounds specific it's not i'm just saying like that's, if, that's <laughs> no no i get it
2: but i'm just I'm saying really that's really like a thing good. where
0: like if I, i've no, I've 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 heard many people talk about this and i've experienced it before but like there's a like there's a lot of people that start talking to somebody else romantically and the moment they realize there's something there that goes to you because of the trauma. They're like, fuck it. I'm not even going to get myself into this. You know what I mean? They purposely like uh, self-destruct, self-destruct in that way. Um, yeah, this is a very interesting conversation. I got to go with the charger because my laptop is about to die. Hold on. Um, I forgot I was going to change my shirt because I don't like this shirt. It's too basic.
1: In the middle of but
0: the Well, not now. I'm just, saying, and I'm just now realizing I wanted to change my shirt. I had a cooler shirt to wear, especially with your outfit. I'm just now noticing this it, muted-ass green. It's
2: just a
0: green. big ol'. Yeah, but that's way cooler than this fucking muted Hollister shirt. Muted green.
1: That's
0: whatever. All right, and we're back.
1: We're back with the Hollister.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we're back Uh, What what was the Oh we're talking about vulnerability And how Oh yeah and like people ghosting you Because they're too traumatized To deal with those real emotions that arise When talking to people I don't know but I think you're right with like There is seemingly a movement to Be more vulnerable but To me Seems like it's more on social media than anything And I try to go for the people I know personally And that's still there so do do you i mean what do you think about that like based on the people you know do you still see that or are they or are they more vulnerable that you've noticed in the past
1: um my circle is almost like a dot right now it what my circle's like a dot like oh, that's so really... just one dot
0: yeah well i guess technically I mean, a circle. i have circle. a best
1: friend I have my cousin. Hmm. I have my other cousin.
0: Yeah. Okay, that's four dots right there. And I mean, one dot is a circle. So in a way, that's you know what I mean. Yeah, we're all very
1: vulnerable with each other. I'm vulnerable. Yeah. I talk about my feelings.
0: So okay, that so, so you you're talking about you're vulnerable. Do you welcome back to Dr. Phil, everybody? Um, <laughs> <laughs> like i don't know i don't know this is interesting it's an interesting topic but do you feel like hmm, vulnerability is they and they say this like in in therapy or whatever uh but and i've heard a lot of people say this and i think it is true i think being vulnerable is probably the uh strongest thing one can be because it's like it's hard it's very hard and to
1: especially yeah. if you're doing something wrong hmm. being vulnerable about you being wrong is not easy
0: no it's almost not like all easy. the defenses in your body are telling you to not admit you're wrong it's almost like your constant defense mode you have to fight back against that pride yeah because,
1: yes yes because i am not perfect i've had you're not situations in my relationships okay. no <laughs> don't okay. do that and just, just, always, just i always ask i always Remind myself of that because I have a tendency as an artist to try to be a perfectionist.
0: Oh, don't tell me about I can it. beat
1: myself up about my mentalities and and I can beat yeah. myself up about my habits and everything. So it's I always had to remind myself like nothing in this world is it's perfect. Supposed to be a certain way. It's all just is. Yeah. That's but yeah. I've had situations in my relationships where I was wrong and it took me 2 weeks to admit it. Yeah. It was over time. You know like it's as hard. long as you are trying like just right. trying to admitting you're wrong is one of the hardest things especially to admit that you're wrong. Being vulnerable with yourself not even just in relationships being able to to tell yourself I'm doing this wrong I need to change it to this. I'm acting like this I need to start acting like this and stop acting like that. Yeah. Or I yeah I'm blocking myself from this. I need to grow. I need to stop being vulnerable and being real to yourself is also a problem, and that's why people can't come together and be vulnerable because they haven't even like hit that stage where they're
0: vulnerable able with themselves. To yeah,
1: com- confront the wrongs within themselves. It's not yeah. easy, and it's some it's it's infinite. It goes on until you die. Like you're <laughs> yeah. always going to have something to work on. This there's, there's always more to learn. There's always more to grow on. There's there's no cap.
0: Yeah, no cap. Yeah, I agree. No cap. No cap. (laughs) Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, I got a little bit hung up on the perfectionist thing because that's definitely something I struggle with. And since we're already in, well, we're talking about vulnerability, but something I've realized about my perfectionism has to do with growing up, like with my parents, anything that I would do perfect or like, let's say grades, right? if I got a hundred, that's like normal. Right. So let's say I got a hundred on a the test. They're like, Hey mom, I got a hundred on this test. And then she's like, yeah, that's what you're supposed to get. And you're like, Oh, okay. And so now that kind of fucks you up for life because then you become that perfectionist. what it's like. you think perfection is the normal is the average is what you should be at. And so when you fall slightly below that, you like, um, like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I would say you hurt yourself, not physically, but just like, oh, what the, like you flog yourself. Like, oh, why did you do like, you could have done this? Like what you really over like little shit that doesn't matter, but you're like, so it's so ingraining you, at least in me, that it's like perfect is the bar or perfect is what you're supposed to be at at all times. That's something I've had to struggle with because I apply that to a lot of the things that I care about, right? Like, at at work right if i'm doing something it has to be like fucking it's almost like i'm a robot like i do like here's a, a real example i do uber right mm-hmm. when i'm doing uber i literally treat myself like a robot like i in in the same way like did you see that Tesla robot that they're putting out like yes. is supposed to be like the robot that's supposed to drive you or just be in the passenger side or whatever? But that's what's up. like, I, I, which is cool, like uh, what's the name? Elon Musk made a dance and shit. It was pretty funny, but he's cool. Yeah. But just just that, like when I'm doing Uber, I almost treat myself like a robot where like I don't talk. I drive as perfectly as I can. I have curated playlists like I have to be like without flaw. And that's how I treat it, because I think, you know, that's how if you're going to do it, you have to do it at this level. And that's not good because that can really be mentally taxing. You know what I mean? When you're like, well, you don't leave any room for mistakes. The moment you do make a mistake, it feels like you just killed somebody or it's like the biggest thing in the world when it really doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. You know
1: what? This reminds me of a saying that I've been saying since like ele- elementary school. Hmm. Like I, I was a really good drawer for a long time. So I would like tell other people like, There's no mistakes in life every mistake Mm. is a new creation oh there's no mistakes in art every mistake is a new creation Creation. so i feel like when yeah that's what that's all it is people get so scared of failure and mistakes but it's just a new route for growth yeah and creation is so simple
0: that's a great way of putting it it's a new route for growth i like that listen coin that that's yours you just made that up right now on the spot. What did you say? Mistakes are just a new route to growth. That's pretty good.
1: No, there are no mistakes in art. Every mistake is a new creation.
0: No, I I've know. That, but, that since well, that's that's that one. But I'm saying you created a new my one. That's been saying. But you just created oh. a new one, though. You just said, well, did you say mistakes are a route to growth? I I, I really like that. Let's let's yeah. coin that. Let's um, make sure. Nobody, I think if that's anybody pretty
1: widely known.
0: It. Yeah, but the, yeah. I don't know. But I like the wording of it being a new route. Because it's almost yeah. like the way I picture. I like the the picture that pings in my mind, where it's just like a branch, right? Where it's like it's go it's going astray, but it's not like necessarily wrong. It's just going astray, creating its own path. You know what I mean? I like the picture that that creates. But yeah, the mm-hmm. thing you. But yeah, perfectionism, and I guess more specifically, what art can really, it can really fuck you up. And it's actually one of those things that I feel like could be a leading cause for a lot of um hurt you could even go so far as to say maybe like suicide when it comes to like artists you know what i mean what they're like when they're so tortured that they're not doing it the right way or like the perfect way you can see that with a lot of people i feel like there's a lot of artists that like make the greatest shit you could ever find right and then you talk to them and they're like, oh, yeah, I fucking hate that shit. Like, that wasn't even been my best shit. And they're like, they really, like, go hard on themselves. And I feel yeah. like that, you it's commonplace with a lot of artists. Like, you hear a lot of directors. Salvador
1: Dali in an interview once said that he's a bad painter. Right. Because he's not smart enough. Exactly.
0: You see you see that, yeah. right? He's one of the greatest painters of all time
1: surrealist greats.
0: yeah and then and then he feels like that about himself because he he doesn't feel like he's reaching perfection i feel like a, a lot of artists do have that and i feel like that in a way keeps them going but it's definitely not healthy definitely not in the long run because i feel like that's just too taxing for one human person to constantly feel like oh this ain't you know this ain't good this ain't good this ain't good if all your life you're thinking your shit ain't good but it is but you in your mind you think it's not it's just gonna take a toll. You know what I mean? Like th- that constant feeling of feeling like it's not enough can kill yeah. people internally. Like even metaphorically. You know what I mean?
1: I, I had a friend. I have a friend. His name's Sprout, and he actually told me. Like I remember. Like I was like I was I was very upset about this painting because before this painting, I made this other painting that was like beautiful, single stroke lines, and they were all perfect and hmm. in line and beautiful. Like it, to me, it was like perfection, it was gorgeous, and then this one is just like chaos and like black and like mm. randomness. And he's like, the art is just gonna make itself. You have to let oh, it out. You just gotta let it out. And you're
0: talking about Sprout Clear. Hardy, right? Yeah. Shout out to Sprout, Sprout Hardy, Pendergrass. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this fucking thing right here. His Instagram handle. Uh, that's for that's for myself later. Make sure to put his fucking Instagram name right here in the editing process. Yeah, shout out to him. He's definitely he's cool. I, I I'm aware. I, you're that's kind of how. Also, again, another person that led me to finding about you because I know about him. Um, but that's great. a that's a great that's a great uh, great point. Just it's just gonna go to, it's gonna make itself. It's interesting, man. It's it's interesting. are talking about art. The thing that I find fascinating is that. Art is so like uh, innate within certain people, but yet we don't really see that. We're very uh, judgmental about it. Right. Because it's like it's true what you're saying. The art is going to make itself. You're making it and it's going to be beautiful or it's going to be this or that, whatever. Right. And that's kind of what art is. Right. But then the people who make the art don't really see it that way sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like art is not this calculated thing. Which is why i like it. art you know is I mean? sim-
1: simply expression yeah it's simply expression it's not it's not a price tag it's it's i don't even take it as an identity it's just mm. an expression a medium yeah. of expression
0: interesting okay let's go back to you really quickly and um i asked this to everybody who i get on the podcast but just i guess ultimate goals in terms of career i know life ultimate life goals we've talked about that the beginning of the episode, but in terms of career, what do you hope to accomplish?
1: I, what I, my big picture is to see many people inspired. I want to plant seeds hmm. right within everyone with knowledge, wisdom, understanding. Just plant these seeds of truth. But for my career-wise, yeah, I feel like right now I'm at a place where I'm like trying everything. Okay, when it comes so the art can only do so much you know i mean it's symbolism it's the language of the universe but ultimately i want my poetry to touch many 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 mm, people
0: okay so that's where you see the 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 real like growth The thing you want to pursue and make it as big as it possibly can like poetry books yes. i guess are just like
1: i don't want to i don't want to turn my art into oh i got a paint because this is where my money's come from like i don't
0: interesting i don't want
1: to i don't this is for me it's on my walls it makes me feel good it makes me cry
0: Makes
1: me this is what yeah this is personal
0: interesting yeah this is very interesting this is this is another really interesting topic we could talk about the intersection between art and capitalism And just how a lot of artists ultimately want to make money from their art because that's the thing they enjoy doing. And who wouldn't want to get paid off the thing they enjoy doing? But it's interesting you saying that because it sounds like you understand it can, if you turn it into a thing you make money off of, it can taint it, kind of.
1: It stops being personal. It stops being Mm. about me and expressing my true nature. It starts being about, oh... Is this a hundred thousand dollars? Oh, is this a fifty k painting? Oh, how much money can I make this in the NFT? When really, what this is all about, and what it's always been for me, I'm about to cry.
0: <laughs> about to Let's cry. go! You know what I mean? This is exact. I'm sorry, I don't. I'm not well. You're not crying in a bad way. You're not. I'm not making you sad. You're just very emotional I'm about so this. I'm so emotional. Yeah, this is great. I love emotion. This is what the fuck this show is about. This is why you tune wow. in. No. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it Uh, uh, uh,
1: this isn't isn't for anyone else this is my shadow this is my anger yeah this is my happiness this isn't for i'm not doing it for anybody else to express myself
0: yeah it's very yeah listen all that all this is proving to me right now is that you're crazy this is exactly you feel strongly about your art this is what you don't want to taint it with any money or anything outside of like any influences. Listen, if there's one thing I love is seeing passion within people because I'm a very passionate individual. I connect with people that way. So I love seeing this. I, I, I not I don't love seeing you cry. Obviously that's not, you know, but just like the passion that I'm seeing through the, through, through the emotions. I, I love that. Um, cause I, cause I ultimately, if we're talking about vulnerability again, it's just about caring. Something recently that I saw, I saw, you know, Tyler, the creator, he did an interview in Hot 97, right? And he started talking about, like, caring about shit. Bro, when he said that shit? I was like, he cares. He gives a fuck. He wasn't too he cool cared. to care. Mm-hmm. He wasn't too cool to dip care. Sets, sets you that, can't be cool. Mm-hmm. too cool, because if you're too cool, you're going to freeze to death. Right, right. Niggas <laughs> be
3: trying to be too cool and, and not be happened. silly and
0: always try to be hard. And it's like, bro, you look dumb. Like, if you're cool, if you want to seem cool, you just act like you don't care. And I've encountered that so many times. Like, when I talk to my sister about, like, advice for certain things, she's always like, just act like you don't care. Or, like... I talk to people and they, their advice, mostly like with, in regards to something is like, just don't care. You play it cool, right? Like you hear that over and over again. And I've always, my whole life struggled with that shit because I purely, I simply, I can't act like I don't care about something that I care about. It's impossible, but that's like just not being myself. And, and that's something I've realized I can't do, not be myself, right? And then I saw this interview with the Tyler Creator and he was talking about how caring is cool. Like caring is the thing that's going to take your shit to the next level. Caring is the thing that makes your shit matter. And that's been stuck in my head because, again, I'm somebody that can seem like they care a lot about something or like can be like little things can affect you in a great way or whatever. Or Like you can care. You can get really involved about something. So all that to say what you're doing is the coolest thing you could do, which is care about your shit. You know what I mean, and that's something that I like to, I like to associate with people who care about their shit. Anybody who cares is cool in my book. I can talk to somebody who cares all day long. You know what I mean? Um, that was great. Um, but I, I guess my question then is, in terms of money, because you know, this country is definitely a capitalist country. This shit, all that matters in this country, truly. Is the bottom dollar is is the fucking money? So it's like, yeah. How do you exist in a world <laughs> that's like this? Then is my question. How do you what? Wh- how do you feel about that? How do you see that?
1: Um, I can say one thing that I've learned is you're not paid based off that, the amount of hours you work. You're paid based off the amount of value you provide. So
2: mm,
1: your value is. Your value is based off how many people you serve and how well you serve them. Mm. Or, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. And usually when it comes to that, you have to do a lot of things for free at first. You have to do a lot for free because you are still learning. I, How do you create and get money in a world like this? This is my, this is my current issue right now, actually. Yeah. I can't even tell you.
0: I have a clothing brand. I make money off of that. But what's a clothing brand?
1: Let's shout it out. What is it? What is it? Lexenese.
0: Lexani jeans. Lexony jeans. Okay. That's that's I'm gonna put I'm gonna put it here. It's gonna be in the description of the episode right here, but future me, make sure you put it right here. Um but yes. Lexanies. Yeah, Lexony. Yeah. Um, okay. So but you were saying yes, so you you're making money off of that.
1: But when it comes to the purpose and what I want to see in the world, I'm not sure how mm. I'm going to profit off that. and not sure if I even want to or how that is even going to work. Yeah. But I know it's starting off because I'm here. There you go. And everything that I've been learning, studying, putting into practice, I'm able to express here. And who knows, maybe one thing I said on this podcast will affect one person. And they won't forget that one for sure. thing for the rest of their life. They will never forget it. And that's the kind of thing that that's what's valuable
0: to me. Yes. That's the thing that you ultimately want.
1: But right now, like when it comes to getting money off of these kinds of goals that I have in mind, am not quite sure.
0: Interesting. Enough. Yeah, that, that that's the real dilemma. Yeah, that's the thing, especially in this country of all places. Yeah.
1: I could easily just keep drawing, drawing, drawing and like put it up as NFTs. I could do that. But when it comes to what I really want to see and create in the world, I'm not sure how I'm going to make money off that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah. rough. It's, it's one of those questions. Yeah. Like I said, it's one of those things that artists face all the time, especially if you really give a fuck about your art, which you clearly do. Um, mm-hmm. Lexanese jeans right here again let me put that right here it's the third time I'm putting it um I don't know um oh yeah I had a question about um school college specifically if we could talk about that you didn't go to college right
1: no
0: let's talk about that that's interesting because I'm currently going to college but I know a lot of people who are not going to college a lot of my close friends are not going to college and Every day seems like one of those things that's really not necessary whatsoever, especially, I guess, in, in in the fields that you are going into or that I plan on going into. where like you said, it's like your value lies with who you're working with or how much value you provide to them. So it's less about, I guess, a diploma. It's more about the value, right? So then in that case, well, let me just let you answer why didn't you go to college um i could
1: i i just
0: didn't want to well there it is ladies and gentlemen lexa just <laughs> didn't want to it's as simple as that i, just, no, but, I you just know but you know i
1: didn't
0: want to I, but I, you know why i'm asking though there's definitely a pressure from a certain amount of people that you tell them you didn't go to college or you don't want to go to college the pushback is crazy you know what i mean like from a lot of people so
1: i guess I mean, my friends, I, a lot of them didn't go to college.
0: Mm, right.
1: A lot of people I know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I guess. I guess again, uh, maybe I'm just projecting because the people I know and the people I'm around very important. So, uh, but yeah, I can see there there being spaces where that's uh, it's kind of like a like foregone conclusion. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just not going. And you're learning shit on your own. Like you know, we've talked about you're constantly learning shit. So it's like, yeah.
1: I yeah. Studying is so important. Mm. You don't need college to learn. You need discipline yeah. and action. You need to sit down and find what you want to learn and what you need to work on and what you need to advance in and write, read, recite. Yeah. Yeah. Right, it, write, it, recite, it, write, recite.
0: It comes down to that, yeah. Okay, I think we're nearing the end of the episode. This has been a roller coaster. I've loved it. Usually we go for an hour, but I could go another 30 minutes, but I'm starting to feel I'm, I'm feeling like the ride, right? Let's say like, you know, you can sense the energy. We hit that
1: climax. Yeah,
0: exactly. Exact, <laughs> you know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. We've definitely hit like the peak and now it's like, you know, I don't care. I could try. I could start fucking doing trying to do a backflip right now in the podcast and it's not going to hit the climax that it just did. So it's like, let's let's try to land this baby. You know, let's, let's land this plane down. Um, And I guess as we're coming to an end, the question I always like to ask at the end is um, if there's one thing you want people to get across from this episode, one thing you want them to know, what is it?
1: Don't give a fuck about what anyone thinks. Do what you want and how you want to do it. Mm -hmm. And that's not easy. Yeah. So that's it. Just do whatever the fuck you want and keep learning. Do whatever don't the care fuck what you anybody want thinks of you. And keep you look behind. You look like you may be behind for one person, but your plan and your path is unique to you. Your blessings are unique to you.
0: That's such a great point. Yeah, I, speaking, we were speaking about analogies earlier, and I think this is a pretty good one. Usually, I'm shit at analogies, but I think this is a good one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell it to you, and let me let's see what you think. But my analogy is that, like, when you're driving down a road, I don't know if you have your driver's license or not, but when you're driving down a road. There's three lanes, right? And it doesn't matter which lane you get in. There's always going to be people behind you. And there's always going to be people in front of you. There's there's always somebody going slower. And there's always someone going faster. Like you can try to be the slowest person in the road. And there's going to be somebody even slower than you. Or you could try to be the fastest person in the road. And there's going to be somebody that drives right past you. So it's almost like comparing yourself. There's always going to be people doing more or less you just got to focus about your own lane oh well fuck (laughs) damn it i thought i was doing good yeah that was fun listen (laughs) let me tell you this this is how i know that the universe must hate my analogies i told you earlier in the episode i was like i create the worst analogies right and right as i'm about to But let me tell you, I mean, right as I'm about to tell you the analogy, the Zoom just kicks you out.
1: That's messed up. I'm
0: scared to even try it again because I feel like you're just going to get kicked out again if I try to say it again. Might be forcing it. I don't know.
1: I kind of want to hear it.
0: (laughs) Okay, well, I'll say it and you know what I mean? Um You imagine is really bad, like all that build up for nothing. All right, let's do it. Did you, <laughs> did you get to hear anything? Did you get to hear anything from when I, like, where did it cut off for you?
1: Imagine you're driving down a road.
0: That's where it cut off? That's, yeah. Oh, that's a pretty good place for it. Okay. Imagine you're driving down the road, right? And it doesn't matter which lane you pick right in the road. There's always going to be yeah. somebody driving faster than you. And there's always going to be somebody driving slower than you. Always. I've noticed that like even me driving myself, like sometimes I want to drive really fast and I get on the left lane. Right. There's like I could be going 100 miles per hour. There's always somebody like right behind you like, oh, you're driving too slow. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm going 100. You know what I mean? And it's like and then you have to get out of the lane. But then you could be like really tired. I don't want to drive fast. I want to drive slow. And then you start you go to the right lane and you're driving really, really slow. There's someone in front of you that's even slower than you. So it's like you can't if you compare yourself to the other cars in the road, you're always going to be you're always going to feel dissatisfied. There's always someone going faster. There's always someone going slower. And that's my point.
1: But you know, what's beautiful. Yes. Everybody still gets to their destination.
0: Oh, my goodness. And that's the way we're going to wrap up this episode. It couldn't (laughs) have been a better fucking way to end it, even though the zoom ended prematurely perfect perfect way to put it man this was such a fucking good episode this was a long i think this might be the longest episode i've done in two years probably i love this episode i listen usually i end these episodes around an hour and i looked at the time when it was an hour and i'm like i'm not ending this shit i'm not ending this shit right now it's too much good shit going on how long has
1: it been i can't even tell
0: um about 92 minutes it's been since we've done this episode I uh, usually you're I try chilling. to keep it 45 to an hour but so much good shit on this episode. Listen, whenever you're in Philly you have to come do the podcast in person. Cuz yes, you sir. know, if we do it in person, it's not going to randomly cut off. That's the benefit yeah. of that. So I can't yes. wait and I just it, the episode oh man, this is such a good episode. But yeah, I would love to have you back again, even if it's Zoom cuz this went well despite the slight technical difficulties the audio you know sounded right it didn't sound bad so i'm pretty satisfied with this how with how this went um i'm
1: so grateful to be here no problem
0: i i i appreciate you a lot for doing this episode this was a great episode um i guess anything you want to plug i'll put it at the description if there's anything you want to plug i'll put your instagram obviously uh, your your clothing brand uh, is there anything else out there where people can follow you or find you
1: I think that's good
0: okay well all of those things are going to be in the description of this episode Lexa thank you so much for doing this episode oh that's right I almost forgot the last part of this podcast we play a song chosen by the guests to end this episode and Lexa what song did you choose um forgot Big White Body by... <laughs> by So Gone So flexy, just a great rapper. So rap
1: So flexy. been showing with <laughs> That's that
0: song that. lately. So Gone So flexy. That sounds like a Dominican rapper name. So Gone So flexy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. And we'll catch you guys next week. You can hear that, right? Oh, we're just going to vibe yes. out. We're just going to let it just decompress Still on from this that shit, nigga, episode. No time, I I'm talking about? I'm talking princess, cuss, and diamond, too. Something I like popping trumps and jamming school. I got them 415s
3: just slamming through. I can't be down the block and woke the neighbors, too. Think somebody caught the laws, because that's what neighbors do. But the <laughs> sky's always blue and you ain't watching the news. You're so on the shit, you can't blame the truth. I'ma calm down and get the money, watch me flip it. Nigga, good reasons. I was thin inside the trenches. I decided game and didn't need no damn permission. I just spent the quarter ticket when I left with the liners. Really came down from the bottom of the melt. Real talking, really motherfucker living like
0: Amazing. Yeah, perfect way to decompress. I feel like that was great. That's a great song, too.